Good Friday night to everybody around the country, around the world, and Mark Ames here in Philadelphia. And I go all the way out to California with uh, featherweight Adam Lopez, who uh, in a week, uh, less than a week now, next Thursday night, takes on Lewis Correa uh, live on ESPN uh, at the MGM Grand. Adam, how you doing tonight? Doing good. Very well. Thank you for asking. Um, before we get into the fight, um, how did you make out in terms of, you know, uh, Obviously, everything was shut down for a few months. How, how did you keep yourself busy, keep yourself in shape? Uh, yeah, I stayed out the gym for about a month. Uh, I stayed home. I just, you know, went for little runs, um, went to the park, ran around with my dog a little bit, worked out here in my garage. And then after about a month, you know, I, the gym, the gyms were closed, but we have a private facility that, that uh, we have access to. So they had someone go in there, sanitize everything, and then I started training there just about every day and yeah just I've so I've been in the gym for 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 a solid six seven weeks um was it uh difficult I mean I I was it difficult to try to um you know get you know enough people in the gym in terms of whether it's your trainers or sparring or or whatever to 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 get you know the, the stuff that you need in, in a situation to get ready for a fight well buddies was back in Florida with his family. So I have my assistant coach, Ivan, who's here. He lives in LA. So when I got back in the gym, he was in the gym already with me. Um, sparring wise, uh, the first few weeks we didn't spar. Uh, then once we put the word out, we weren't sure if we were going to get work. And then out of nowhere, work just started coming in like crazy. And we were sparring almost every day for this camp for a solid three and a half weeks. So we got the work in, you know, I got my rounds in. Um, we had about five, four, five, five sparring partners that, uh, were willing to, to, to work whenever we needed them. Obviously everything starts off Tuesday with the Shakur Stevenson's fight. Um, but you're, you're going to be part of the, the second uh, show. Did you think, uh, that you would be one of the first fighters out of the gate to be showcased? Um, I kind of had a feeling, um, I started hearing word, you know, fights are going to start coming back in June. So I took May to, you know, start getting in decent shape. Um, you know, once I started hearing the word, I was like, okay, I'm going to start training. Once I get this phone call, I might only get four weeks to the fight. So I got to get in decent shape to where four weeks is all I need. And that's exactly how I planned it out. It's, it's funny you say that because I, I was asking a lot of fighters, how long would it take? And most of them said they'd be ready two, three, four weeks. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, you've, hopefully a lot of fighters are following what, you know, what you just said there, because fights and opportunities are probably going to come fast and furious. Um, obviously, the for this is your first fight since your uh, fight with Oscar Valdez, a fight where you um, uh, dropped Valdez during the fight, and you, you, you did a heck of a job in that fight before falling short. Uh, have you been thinking about that a lot, that fight a lot? You know how close you were in that in that fight. Yeah, um, I caught I caught myself a lot during this camp thinking about it, um, but I think it affected me the way I didn't want it to. I started thinking like, oh, I'm gonna go in there and do the same thing I did to Valdez, everyone else. But Buddy explained to me. Um, he said, "You're now a marked man. People want your spot. They want to be where you're at." So these kids coming in here to spar with you, you might, you might be trying to just work and work on things for the fight, but they're going to treat it like a fight. 
they're coming in here to take your head off. So he's like, you need to elevate your game just that much more because you're a marked man now. People want to be where you're at. These young fighters are searching for an opportunity, the opportunities that you're getting, and you're taking advantage of them, but you can't get don't, – don't get comfortable in there. It is, I mean, you find that, like, ironic um... – in most most times when you hear that, it's usually a fighter coming off the ups, upset. Obviously, you got you know you fell just a little bit short that night. But uh, how much it elevated you in terms of uh, uh, the the fighters uh, you know in, in the featherweight division? Yeah, I mean now I that kind of just confirmed that I got what it takes. You know, I always knew I had it, but that fight right there, taking it on a day's notice, not having the best camp, I only sparred about two weeks for the fight. And I went in there just, you know, trusting my ability and knowing that I was going to do my best and show the world what I got. And I, I got a lot of eyes on me now. I know the featherweight division is they understand who I am and how I'm coming. And I'm ready for a fight. and I don't turn down no fight. So I'm ready to go. But, yeah, definitely got more eyes. And, and wasn't that fight uh, at 130? It was, was that fight at yeah. 130? And, and so, how much more comfortable are you at 126 compared to 130? Um. I mean, I, I still weighed in at 126 for the fight, mm-hmm. made weight for my fight. So I didn't really get to see what I felt like at 130. But I'm sure, you know, not cutting those last four pounds gives you a little bit more energy, a little more strength in there. So I guess we'll just find out once eventually I grow into 130 very soon. Hopefully, you know, maybe in a year, maybe two. We're just going to take it how it goes. Fast forward next Thursday night, taking on Luis Correa. Uh, to talk about him, what, what can you tell, tell me? Uh, you, we'll give the Adam Lopez scouting report on Luis Correa. Uh, he's a tough young kid, you know. Um, I've seen a few of his fights here and there. I'm not one to watch a lot of tape on my opponent. I like to see, you know, maybe a round or two, see what his style is, see what he likes to bring to the table. Um, he's a tough kid, you know. He, he likes to come forward. He got that Mexican style to him. Uh, in my eyes, I, it seems like he likes – he tries to fight like Mikey Garcia all the way around. And um, in my opinion, it's not a good idea to try to fight like someone else because what works for someone else might not work for you. But to each his own, um, I'm going to take him like, you know, this fight's more important than the last one. I'm going to take this fight very seriously. It, I'm going to show the kid, show, show the kid what I could do. It, it's amazing. Korea's 21 and you're 24. You're calling him the kid. So that's <laughs> I don't know how many opponents uh, – in your young career, you, that you called the kid, but you have a th- you know you're three years older than him. You mentioned that he's with Mikey Garcia, or tries to fight like Mikey Garcia, and he's uh, he's um, I believe in Mikey Garcia's camp, coming on a three uh, fight knockout streak. Uh, I mean, do you feel uh, this is his big opportunity? Um, it's it's his biggest fight for sure. Um, I don't think he's faced anybody with my opposition. Um, I've looked at his record and who he's fought. I mean, I'm sure he's fought some tough kids, but this is definitely his biggest test. And we're just going to see if he got what it takes to bring it up to that next level. Obviously, you proved that you can compete at the highest level with your fight with Valdez. Valdez now moving up. Featherweight division, uh, where, what does it, you know, where does Adam Lopez fit in the, uh, the featherweight division? I'm going to make space for wherever I got to be at, you know. Um, people know who I am now, like I said. Um, my next goal is to get ranked after this fight. We got the NABF title on the line. So hopefully mm-hmm. I get top 15, top 10, right around there and uh, start knocking on the door for a world title maybe next year. You know, Shakur might move up. And if he does, that opens up the division for Adam Lopez. Um, I know there's some other big names. You know, we got Michael Conlon. 
uh, Jesse Magdaleno. We got all, you know, there's, there's featherweights out there that I think fights would, it would be great fights with, uh, with myself. And I believe I got what it takes to beat each and every one of them. You mentioned those guys are with top rank. Uh, you, I mean, you, did you specifically just say those names because fights with those guys could be uh, easier to make? Yeah, I, I definitely think they're easier to make. Um, us being with the, the same promoter, it's, you know, easier business. But, I mean, other, any other featherweight out there, I, I'm not looking away from nobody. Uh, do you – I mean – I know Josh Warrington, uh, he's one of the champions. Like you said, Shakur, Leo Santa Cruz, it, it sounds like he may be moving up to fight maybe even at, at lightweight Gary Russell. Uh, so, yeah, like you said, the, the featherweight division is, uh, is stocked. Uh, talk about um, how you got into the sport. Um, obviously, not, I mean, not much is known about you before last November. Uh, talk about it. I know, I know you come from a boxing family. Uh, your father was a fighter. Uh, to discuss that, talk about it growing up around the sport. Yeah, my dad, uh, he was a, a silver medalist in the 1984 Olympics, Hector Lopez, um, turned pro. He had about 50 pro fights. He fought for a few world titles. So growing up, uh, you know, that was my idol, watching him in the gym, watching him do his thing on TV. So me, just as a young kid, saw my dad doing it in my eyes. I always knew that's what I was going to do, and I loved every bit of it. Um, my mom didn't feel the same way. She did not want me or my brother to box. She put me in every single sport out there except for boxing. But, um, once me and my brother got to a certain age, you know, we just told her like, Hey mom, like we want to do it. Like, this is what we've been wanting to do. Like, let us give it a shot. So fast forward a little bit. She let us train once a week. Hopefully it would get out of our system and we'd fall in love with some other sport. And I, I loved other sports. I love football and basketball and I was a great athlete at everything. Mm-hmm. But, um, something about boxing just brought something, some, some feeling that I can't get from nothing else. Being in there, moving around and just, it just felt natural to me. It came very natural to me. Literally and figuratively in your blood. Exactly. I, I it just, it was something that I knew I was going to do since a kid. Um, me not living with my father, he was uh, incarcerated for the majority of my life. Um, so we, we kept in contact, you know, phone calls, letters, this and that. Um, but he passed away when I was about 15, so I didn't get much time with him. So for me, it's, it's now like I want to carry on this dream for him, this legacy, carry on his name. I want everyone to remember who he was and what, great, what a great person and great fighter he was. But um, at the end of the day, it's me going in there. I'm putting my life on the line, and I'm doing this for myself as well. Uh, these fights are going to be ta- uh, taking front of uh, uh, crowdless fights. Fights you're going to be fighting in a ballroom with no fans, just you know your team and some of the essential people around the promotion and whatnot. Have you thought about what that's going to be like? And uh, there's something uh, you know you can, you'll probably be able to hear his his corner, not only your corner yelling at you, but his corner yelling at him. Uh, talk about that that aspect of it. Yeah, I kind of ran it through my head a little bit. Um, it's definitely going to be a little weird at first, you know. But uh, once the shots start flying and, you know, he's trying to take your head off, I think the fight mode kicks in real quick. Um, it's just something we got to adapt to. You know, hopefully this doesn't last very long. We can get back to regular boxing and get these fans in there because that's what brings the energy. You know, that's what, that's what we need. We need a, a good core fan base 
people that love you and share your name no matter what. That's what we really need. But for now, I'm going to take it for what it is. I'm going to just make the best of it and go out there and do my best. With the top rank in the ESPN series being the only game in town for now, you know, how important is it not only to just win, but, you know, uh, really make a statement because, you know, there, there's not three or four other cards going on the, on the same night like there usually is and, and so forth. You know, you, you are going to be thrust in the spotlight, but you and the main event, Shakur, and his card is, is on Tuesday. So, you know, by next Friday, next Saturday, you know, if you do what you're setting out to do, you could, you know, there'll be more talk about you. Have you, have you thought about that? You don't yeah. have to share the headlines with anybody. <laughs> yeah, um, people are they're they want to see something. They want to see some sports, whatever's going on. And this being, you know, boxing's first week back. Shakur, you got a big fan base. He's a great fighter. He's gonna bring a lot of eyes on. And then we got a uh, Jesse Magdaleno as my main event, and I'll be the co-main event. So um, next week is it's huge. I know a lot of people are looking forward to it. We're gonna have a lot of viewers and a lot of eyes on on the TV. But um. For me, I try not to think about it too much. I just treat it like another fight. I'm going in there. You know, I prepared. I did everything I had to do. I'm going in there, and I'm going to do my best. And I just hope everyone enjoys the show. You mentioned that you're sharing the car with Magdaleno. Is, uh, will you uh, kind of get out to ring? Well, I don't know if you can get out to ringside with not letting people in, but how are you going to be watching that fight closely? I mean, do you think there's more than meets the eye? How you two sharing a sharing a stage together you just said you didn't call him out but he says a guy you would like to fight you know in the near I mean, future we're in the same division we got the same promoter it's definitely a possibility jesse's a great fighter you know um i have much respect for him yeah i mean that that'd be a great fight for the fans you know we both got a good fan base a great fighting style he's very exciting i'm very excited um that could definitely be down the line for you know a title shot title eliminator whatever the case is it could definitely be a possibility. Tremendous stuff from Adam Lopez. Last couple of questions here. Um, what do you want to say? Well, first of all, before I ask you, what do you want to say in closing? Uh, obviously, you've gained a lot, a lot of fans in the last six, seven months. Uh, where can those fans follow you on the social media networks? Yeah, um, I got an Instagram. It's Blue Nose Lopez. Um, Twitter, Adam underscore B underscore Lopez. Um, Facebook, just uh, you can look up Adam Lopez. Um, those are the three main ones I really use. But um, Instagram is definitely the one where I update most of my fans of what's going on and what's happening with training in the next fight, which is Blue Nose Lopez. How how many followers did you uh, kind of get after the, the Valdez fight? Did you kind of um, explode a little bit? Yeah, after that fight, I think I got like 2,000 in about a day. Wow. It kind of blew up real quick, and uh, it's still climbing. Well, what do you want to say to the fans in closing before we see you Thursday night, the MGM Grand, live on ESPN? Uh, just be excited for another great show. You know, I'm going to go out there and perform and put on a great show like I always do. I'm, I'm going to entertain you guys with uh, my great boxing style, very entertaining. I know you guys love what I could do. So tune in next week, June 11th, on ESPN. I'll be the co-main event against Louis Correa. Thank you, Adam, for a few minutes of your time. We'll be watching great stuff from you, and uh, we'll be following you along the way. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Mm -hmm.